0: grab your hops, grab your snobs, and sit on the fucking couch, because there's no goddamn fish in that lake.
1: Welcome to The Rendezvous. Um, uh, We're doing a recap episode of how our latest ice fishing tournament went, and who and i i mean we didn't win anything, but at least we caught a fucking fish this time, so that's good, yeah <laughs> Um, I don't know it was i wish it would have been a two day tournament instead of just Saturday and obviously we're talking about the uh rotary ice fishing derby at lake to Smet, um on in february it was just on a saturday last weekend and uh i caught one fish and drank for almost 24 hours <laughs> and yeah who caught what'd you end up catching
0: Eight? I ended up catching 7, but if the game and fish asked how I caught 6,
1: <laughs> nothing well, you can catch more quality. than 6, you just can't keep 6. Or, you can catch more than 6, you can only keep 6, though. That's...
0: Yeah, I threw one back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I ended up catching 6 rainbows, just nothing worth money. You didn't, Buckers. I
1: thought they were all rainbows?
0: Yeah, I thought I had one cutthroat, but what I ended up, I, I don't know, it was kind of weird. One side of the rainbow had no red or like stripage to it, so I thought it was like a cutthroat, but no, it was a rainbow.
1: How do you know it was a rainbow then?
0: Because <laughs> when you catch a fish, are you looking at the entire fish? Because I don't.
1: <laughs>
0: uh, I looked at like one pain. side. It was like pasty. So I was like, this kinda looks like a cutthroat, sort of. But no, like, once I kinda, like, drowned the shit out of it, it got a little red back, so it was a, it was a rainbow. Oh. I was just being fucking retarded.
1: What do you mean you drowned the shit out of it?
0: You know, you just drowned the fish. In air? (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, well, okay, uh. Well, I kinda like trout, so I guess I have that on you, so. You didn't guess shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, uh, I was telling you when we talked about how it went that Sunday, and uh, I thought it was gonna be a lot bigger. I don't know. That lake is so damn clear. Lake to Smith I could see the bottom where I was fishing and I was in about 12 feet of water and um, I'm just talking with one of my dad's friends um, it, about football and stuff and my bobber starts going down and I'm like holy shit and I get over my hole and I'm looking and I can see the fish down there and I am uh, holding the pole that the bobber went down my other pole was to the right of me and i see this big lake trout hit um my other what i thought was my other pole but that had nothing on it and i it actually hit the pole in my hand but i i don't know i just didn't feel it because it kind of hit soft and uh Anyways, it looks big down there because the water's so clear, it magnifies everything. I'm like, holy fuck, I just won the tournament. <laughs> holy is... shit, where in the money? Because, <laughs> like, my dad's sending me updates over text the whole time and, like, hey, leaderboard's about 16 inches at the time. And this fish looks like it's 20 inches. And nothing was really being turned in over 16 um, and so in the water this fish looks massive and I reel it up and I'm like oh my god get this fucker in here <laughs> and it ended up being I don't know like 15 inches it looked so much smaller w- once it got out of the water and I was like oh rip <laughs> hey at least you caught something yeah yeah I'm I am too just happy I caught something i i think we were in a wrong spot like the guys i was with it was me and um a couple other guys my uncle one of my dad's friends and then one of my another one of my dad's friends who listens to the podcast john green and uh we caught six or seven as a group which isn't bad i mean there's a lot of people that fish at lake to and don't catch anything. And that day in particular, there was—I guess there was a lot of people coming in to see if they'd won a door prize, and uh, were telling my dad that they didn't catch a thing all day. And it was kind of a shitty day if you weren't catching anything because the wind was blowing thirty miles an hour and it was a blizzard. And you—yeah, you—you were out on
0: the—you were out like in the middle of the lake right by, like, that, where that big straightaway is in that sunken island. Yeah, yeah. you were just right in the fucking tornado alley, weren't you? Yeah,
1: well, that the water was down so low that island um, was actually showing rocks because usually it's underwater. You could, like, you could stand on rocks. But anyways, so we're probably 100 feet from the west or 100 yards from the west shore, maybe less. Not that far from shore. We could not see the other shore of Lake DeSmit because it was such a blizzard. Like, oh, we yeah. put out a tip up, um, trying to catch a big lake trout out in the middle of the lake, maybe a hundred yards away. And we could not see that flag after maybe, after a while. Oh, yeah. By about two
0: o'clock in the afternoon, that shit was picking up. Just total whiteout. Yeah But that spot I was at Because I was in the south bay By like the south dock That bay is like right in the good spot Where it's blocking all the wind In all directions So I had pretty uh Pretty good weather the whole time And I right where my ice house was sitting I was right on the edge Of a weed bed that was in that bay And I guess that was a hot spot Because I was like Oh shit there's a fish down there the whole time for all all the time I was out there whatever it was 9 hours or some shit i seen fish looking through the ice like you were saying just really clear water <clears throat> just looked down the ice hole and you could just see them swimming back and forth all around every once in a while i'd see a fish kind of nibble at my hook and leave but
1: yeah too shabby. so uh my dad sent me a text cuz he talked to uh Someone who he knew that was about, um, I think they were off of the, at the end of the cove, like where it starts going out in the main lake. They were fishing in three to four feet of water and um, ten yards from shore. And they caught 40 fish that day. And they were all small, too big, to or too small to turn in. What'd they catch?
0: Was it like little... uh,
1: All rainbows and, yeah, just 13 to 15-inch rainbows. Oh, they were catching trout.
0: Yeah. Okay. Because they also had a... What was it? They had... You can catch trout. There was walleye on the board, kokanee salmon, and perch, right?
1: Yeah, so I'll give you a breakdown of um, what they ended up paying out. Rotary kind of... Kind of made a little bit of more money than they were expecting. They gave out. Um, so there were four. The four categories were trout, perch, kokanee, and walleye. In each of the categories, they paid first, second, third place: thousand to first, uh, three hundred to second, and two hundred to third. Well, so they paid out first, second, third in the trout and I think the biggest trout was maybe 18 inches and 18 and a half inches maybe something like that um so really not that big compared to what you can catch in that lake um I think that was the biggest fish overall too so even none of there was one walleye turned in that was about 17 inches and I think they had maybe five perch turned in, so they paid first, second, third, and trout, and perch, and then one walleye, and did not have a single kokanee salmon um, turned in. So they banked fifteen hundred bucks from kokanee salmon, another five hundred bucks from walleye, and then they gave out a thousand dollars in door prizes, and I we didn't win anything because. My dad probably saw Hoon's name and was like, this fucking kid ain't getting shit.
0: Oh, yeah, I bet he probably did that. He probably drew my name. He's like, oh, shit, Hunter got drawn for a door prize. Well, he was supposed to help with the fucking tournament. You could just throw this in the garbage. Fuck.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and then uh, uh, they they had 200 tagged fish, and if you caught a tagged fish, you could uh, turn it in for 50 bucks. So, out of 200 tagged fish, only two got turned in. And I guess these fish were monsters, too. So, if you were going to catch a tagged fish, you were going to also be in the running for trout money because all of these fish were 17 plus inches, just fat. I think my dad said the biggest one they put out was a 24 inch rainbow trout. Hmm. And. Not like two got caught, which sucked. But um,
0: yeah, I think that's nuts because in colder weather, fish tend not to swim around as much; they tend to stay stay a little localized. And they put the fish in what was it? Two days before the tournament, three days?
1: They put them in Wednesday, so four days. Went because they had Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and then Saturday. To uh, yeah
0: yeah four days they're still not going to leave that main area like very far and considering how many people we had out there it's nuts only two got caught
1: yeah so there were 377 people signed up for this tournament and like we said with Saratoga there's probably a couple of those people that are fishing with a buddy and only one of them is turning in fish but so maybe around 400 people fishing, and uh, and then you have kids fishing too, and they might not sign up anyways. So you had plenty of people out there fishing on on that lake, and to only turn in two tagged fish is crazy.
0: Yeah, that's what I was banking on. That's why I was in the south in the uh, South Cove, is because. <clears throat> I figured they dumped the fish in there so I'm like, well, if I don't luck out with a walleye or anything like that, at least I might be able to get away with catching a tag fish or two, at least get my entry feedback. But nope. Nothing. Well,
1: they uh they really spread them out. They placed them all over the place.
0: Oh yeah, like all over the all over the west shores. Yeah, and it was pretty spread really out. Go, I mean, There are uh, houses everywhere.
1: They really didn't go place that far north of the um, monument, uh, Mm -hmm. Marina Cove area, Um, but everywhere south of that, they, I guess my dad and his buddy would take six to eight, and then go drill a couple holes, and throw them down a couple holes, and then go to another area, take six or eight, and throw them down another couple holes, and... Uh, so yeah, who knows what happened with that? But good thing for Rotary, they had the three um, businesses that they were trying to support. They ended up splitting twenty five thousand dollars between those three businesses, which was more than they thought. They were thinking like, if they could get them six grand to split, that'd be great. And so, I mean. They basically, each business basically got eight grand, which is a way more than they ever thought. So, they did a good job with that. But.
0: Yeah. But yeah, but like you were saying earlier, I really do think it should have been a two-day tournament. Most of the tournaments I've been to are typically like two-day tournaments.
1: It just works it out a
0: little more. You can make a weekend out of it. What's up? Is Mowbray's two day? Uh, Mowbray's is a one day, but people are usually out there over the course of three days. You have so you have one day to drink, second day you're drinking and fishing, and then the third day you're drinking and spending money on prizes. So <laughs> yeah,
1: <clears throat> I want to go with you a bit. I'm a, I'm a little bit further than I was back back before I took this job in Cody I'm another three hours away <laughs> well, fuck it dude plane ticket to f- fuck that I'll just learn to fly
0: dude, you're the same you're the same distance from Mowbrays as like I am to Las Vegas fuck <laughs> fuck <laughs> <laughs> uh. uh. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah, really, I it's not that far. If, if the roads are good, it's it's when the roads are bad that it takes all day.
0: Oh, dude! It's in North Dakota winter. The roads are never good.
1: <laughs> South Dakota winter.
0: Or whatever. It's right on the border.
1: It's not right on the border. It's a good thirty miles from well, the border. Well, <laughs> it's like well, saying Buffalo's right too. on the border of Montana. It is. <laughs>
0: well, I gotta take a detour through North Dakota, because you gotta fucking pick up people. And you gotta start partying three days beforehand. Fuck. Oh. <laughs> yeah.
1: I bet you guys drive clear up to Lemon, South Dakota, and then, and then pop into North Dakota, maybe drive to Canada, and then drop down to Mobridge. <laughs>
0: Yeah, stop in Canada, you know, throw a line in the water, catch a nice walleye, drive it back to Millbridge. (laughs) That's what I swear half of those fuckers are doing.
1: Yeah. I remember I was at
0: a, I remember I was at a keyhole tournament. I had to be like, like 12 years old. I was up at keyhole. Someone turns in this northern pike. Thing is just pure fucking porcelain white. Eyes are just glazed over. Thing looks like it's been in a freezer for fucking three years. This guy turns it in stiff as a board. He's like, "Hey, can I turn this in?" And the fucking people running the tournament's like, "Yeah, sure." I'm like, "This is bullshit." <laughs> uh, did you
1: did you ever figure out when that uh, keyhole tournament was this year? Uh, I never found out. I don't I don't know what
0: they're doing with the tournament because they never advertise it, but it always seems like it happens every year. It's like the only place they advertise. You gotta walk, to, walk into the R bar in Pine Haven and like look at a little eight and a half by 11 piece of paper hanging on the wall on the back shelf.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, so my dad only, um, I guess wrote, he said Rotary only advertised really in Sheridan, Buffalo, and maybe some in Gillette. Next year they're going to try, they talked to the guy that uh, runs the Rocky Mountain Discount Sports in Casper. And he said they're going to try to advertise there because they, they're pretty sure they'll get more people that way. Cause I guess a lot of people, I guess there's a lot of ice fishers that come through that store in particular. And, um, it, but I guess they had people from, Montana and South Dakota come over for this Lake to Smet tournament, which kind of sur- – I mean, I'm not surprised about Montana because it's pretty close, but South Dakota. Yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah, that Mobridge tournament, every time they announce a winner, they always announce where they're from. And there's some people that are coming from the middle of fucking nowhere, like Utah or, like, Arizona, and it's like, how the fuck? Yeah Yeah Next year Next year I do want to help get the thing organized But They got to make that thing a two day tournament Yeah I I feel like they would get a lot more people To show up to the tournament If it was two days Because a lot of people aren't going to come from all around Like casper yeah i could see you getting some people from casper but i bet you could get more if they have like an incentive to come up for like the whole weekend it's so, like oh two-day tournament well we can make a weekend out of it spend a couple days fishing pulling some campers whatever <clears throat> rather yeah. than just i, I even kind
1: of i i like the idea of a two-day tournament but i think i'd rather do it like a Friday, Saturday tournament, or just open it up Friday, uh, so you say you can fish from Friday at noon to Sunday at like noon. And turn your fish in at the end. Hmm. Cause, like, if you're gonna fish till Sunday at five, then that, that's kind of a drag, being done with that, and then Driving back to wherever you're from and trying to go work Monday. I was exhausted. I'll tell you, I'll tell you that much Monday morning. I didn't get much done.
0: Well, that was, that wasn't, that wasn't because of fishing. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, dude, I was swamped all week with work. Uh, like I was, I was pretty busy. And then our, my boss had a meeting up on Friday right before we left, and he's like, yeah, the next couple weeks, we're probably all going to be doing 50 to 50-plus hours, and I'm like, fuck.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So I know for a fact you probably had at least 12 beers during the tournament, but how many did you have after?
1: (laughs) Well, so so I was trying to keep track on uh, my phone, yeah. And it, it got away from me, I'll, I'll tell you that much. Because the first beer I cracked open was at, like, 6.45 in the morning. But mostly all morning I was drinking hot chocolate and peppermint schnapps. But then I think I only had, like, six beers during the actual – Tournament hours. couple pulls of ajunka from my flask. And, uh, but then once I got to Sheridan, my mom had a family get together at her house because my uncle and aunt were in town and cousins were in town. and So we're drinking during that. And, uh, I, and then we went to the mint bar and I got home at. Two thirty, and yeah, I I definitely <laughs> it was a long day. <laughs> I'll tell you that one.
0: Fuck, I, I believe it.
1: Well, really, I know it was a long day because we uh didn't finish the night at the Mint Bar. We finished the night at the Beaver Creek Saloon, and uh, if he, finished at the he, Beaver, huh? Yeah, if you've been downtown and partied downtown Sheridan and you know you know about the beaver. You know what kind of night you've had if you end up at the beaver. But <laughs> not good. Well fuck. <laughs> we ended up my sister gave us a ride because she said she was good to drive. And uh so we're <laughs> we're leaving the beaver, and this guy is outside the Beaver Creek Saloon. Bloody lip had gotten into some bar fight or gotten the crap beat out of him for I don't know what. Who knows? Talking to some dude's girl probably. And my sister's a nurse, so her nurse actions kicked in, and she knew the guy. I guess. I think. I don't know. We give him a ride to his house and uh, she's trying to take care of him and he's got a busted lip. It's not that bad. It's not like chopping your foot in half with an axe while you're chopping wood. He's going to be fine. <laughs> and I'm irritated because I'm tired. I've been up since four in the morning and I'm like just Take us home. Just put him inside. He'll be fine. She's like, I'm gonna get him all cleaned up and get him stitches and stuff. I think she went back to his house to get him stitches, but I don't know. He
0: yeah, did not need stitches. He didn't
1: need stitches. He got a busted lip. He like, I was getting pissed off. I'm like, Jesus Christ. He's not like, he'll be okay. He's not gonna die. I guess. So she took us home. She went home. Go to bed. She gets a knock on her door at four in the morning from the cops. I guess his drunk ass walked all the way to the police station, like two miles away. And so they're trying to figure out what happened to this dude. And wake up my sister at uh four in the morning. <laughs> like, what the fuck? That's why you don't help drunk people. <laughs> fuck. I know I called you that night to to <clears throat> yeah you
0: fucker two thirty in the morning I get a call from Davis just drunk screaming into the phone I'm like what
1: the fuck <laughs> well I figured you'd be up I mean I'm in my head I'm thinking we were just at a tournament I know Hoon's family likes to party he's probably up he wasn't because he's I don't know what's wrong with him. He's in well, bed Well, fuck, half my
0: family was out of town that weekend doing shit, so no one no, really had anything going on. So I was like, alright, let's go to bed at
1: 9.30. So like, I got up at
0: 4 a.m. that morning, so I'm like, got tired by 9, and I was like, fuck, let's go to bed. Here comes Dave at 2 30 in the morning. Hey, Hoon, what the fuck are you doing? Get over here. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. It happens, dude. It does. I I mean I enjoyed it. I'll go back. I'll do that whole tournament weekend again, even if it's one day. Oh
0: yeah, I think it's great having a another tournament going on. Because like a lot of the, a lot of the tournaments, like they might have like one tournament a year at certain lakes. But I I know they used to have a fishing tournament. At DeSmit, I can't remember who was putting it on. I don't know if it was the Lions Club or what, but they used to do an annual fishing tournament, but they just kind of stopped. So I think it's great they're doing another ice fishing tournament. I mean, I do get it. It doesn't need to be late in the wintertime because DeSmit doesn't freeze over till mid-February anyways.
1: Although, that's not always true because we've done the polar plunge and jumped in with six to eight inches of ice before on oh, yeah. January 1st, so...
0: Oh, yeah, but then starting January 2nd, you get some weird-ass two weeks of 65-degree weather in the middle of January, and it's gone again. And you're like, what the fuck? Yeah. You take your boat out, and next week it's froze.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yesterday I'm driving by up to Yellowstone and back, or the closed entrance to Yellowstone, and um, I... Driving by Buffalo Bill Reservoir and there's ice on there, but it's about like sixty degrees yesterday. And I look out on the ice, I'm like, fuck, how thick is that? And it you can tell it's melting just because it was so fucking hot. But I mean, even if it's if it's twelve inches thick, there no big deal. Like you could still ice fish on there, so I was thinking like I got nothing to do tomorrow I wonder if I should check that out but yeah hmm. <clears throat> so it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so for our listeners my wifi went out midway through that story so if it's a really bad story like it, yeah there's about <clears throat> What would you say, Huna, a two-hour gap in there of where we started recording, the Wi-Fi went out, and then we didn't think the episode recording had saved, and uh, so we just, thought, like, were talking about other stuff and then decided not to record and recorded another day and then figured mm-hmm. out the recording did save, and so we're finishing the episode, like, two hours later, so...
0: Yeah, I don't know what the
1: fuck he was talking about. <laughs> yeah, so um, I I remember that story was where it cut out, but I don't remember why I was telling it. So um, yeah, it was, that's the end of the story. I I'm sorry if it does not make sense. Um. I don't think you had a
0: story. I think you just said
1: I think you just said, Yeah, I went for a drive and there was a river right there.
0: Or yeah. Or reservoir.
1: Well it was had to do something with like me wanting to check out how thick the ice on that reservoir was. I don't know. Fuck. Anyways. Um <laughs> since it's two hours later. You want to do closing thoughts about the Dismit uh, the Ice Fishing Tournament?
0: I guess, but I'll let you go first.
1: No. Well, <laughs> Fine, I'll go first. Uh, yeah, not a bad tournament. Um, like we said, I kind of wish the weather was nicer. Although leading up, you'd been saying you wished, uh, you were hoping for bad weather so less people would go out and oh, fish. Yeah. So you'd have a better chance of winning, but obviously we both suck at fishing and, um, I just, <laughs> okay, there's one funny story that came from like the end of the day of this tournament. John Green was, uh, Helping me reel in my tip-ups, and he's giving me shit for, because I had on my tip-ups, at the end of it, I had steel leader in case of walleye bites, and then I had a decent, decently sized hook with a minnow on, he, he's giving me shit that the hook's too big, and that I'm basically, basically fishing for a fucking killer whale, and we're going for trout, and stuff, and so apparently, like, my fishing gear is fucked. I'm a terrible fisherman. Don't take any fishing advice from me, and honestly, for our listeners, probably don't take any from Hoon because he's not much better. I think More Bridger might be right. We just are not a good ice fisherman. No, I'm not a good trout fisherman. <laughs> I would have
0: caught a walleye if there was more than two fucking walleye in that goddamn lake.
1: Well, there's walleye, there's perch in that lake, there's lake trout, you know, there's coconut. Yeah, there's
0: way too much fucking trout. The game and fish needs to come in and just, just turbo dump a fuck ton of walleye in there. Kill off all the trout. Yeah. No one wants to catch a fucking trout.
1: Well, apparently everybody, like, want to catch trout
0: well you know their opinions don't matter because they're wrong
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah i don't know i think i'm just not good at ice fishing for trout at least honestly i don't think i'm good fishing for trout Because the only time I even caught trout last summer was when I was backpacking in the wilderness area. All summer long, going to different rivers on the mountain and shit. I didn't catch shit. I just don't think I'm a good trout fisherman. I don't think I'm a good fisherman whatsoever. Like, I don't even know why I'm running this podcast. I'm not a good outdoorsman. (laughs) Can you fucking do anything right? (laughs) No I can't do anything dude I can't kill an elk I can't kill anything with a bow And if I do I spine him I can't catch a fish It's like why Jacek leave me in charge of this?
0: (laughs) But you can drink a beer (laughs) I can drink a
1: beer and that's about it
0: Fuck <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's just about all you need to do, I guess. Yeah. But no, I think the tournament was pretty fun. I had a good time. Bad day of fishing is better than the best day of working.
1: Yeah. Except I actually make money when I work, so it's it's not that bad <laughs> right now. <laughs> I'd need the money.
0: So you buy think,
1: did you ever go out to Hattie?
0: You know, part of me wanted to go out to Hattie, but the other part of me knows, first off, there's no fucking fish in that lake. And second Child. off, I just said that. <laughs> <laughs> and second off, even if it is, even if it did have some fucking fish in that lake, it's so goddamn windy. There's no fucking way you could set up an ice house without blowing across the goddamn lake. Yeah. Things are fucking parasail.
1: <laughs> oh, that, that reminds me. I, so early in the morning, I'd set up in one spot. I thought I was too shallow. Um, I was in about – I was setting up in the dark, drilled the hole when it, it was dark, God set up everything, looked down the hole, and it was finally light. I'm in five feet of water, and I'm like, "Fuck! Now I gotta start over <laughs> yeah. and uh so I found what I thought was a better spot, and technically it was because that's where I caught my one single fish and uh but so I'm moving in my ice hut and it's windy cuz the storm was just starting and i'm trying to set this fucker up in the wind and i my dumb ass had my door to the ice hut unzipped and facing the wind and so the wind's going up there and it's picking this whole ice hut up and uh john greens holding it down so i can like tie it into the ice and do a nice screw in so it doesn't blow away I lost one of my screws I don't know where that's at it just disappeared and uh took me like half an hour to get set up again Hmm. it was stupid I need one I need one of the ice huts like you have that you can just pull on a sled uh, pop up
0: Oh, yeah, the ones on the sled, yeah.
1: Yeah, they're just, I just feel like they're easier to set up. You don't have to screw anything into the ice. That's what takes the most part to set up mine, and you don't have to do it if it's not windy, but it's fucking windy everywhere in this goddamn state. So. All those fucking
0: windmills, man. <laughs> somebody needs
1: windmills. to turn those windmills off, man. This is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so did you I mean I wish it would have been better weather what cause I like sitting outside
0: yeah <clears throat> I mean yeah I guess the weather could have been better <clears throat> but you know it, is, it was kind of in February so can't ask for too much <clears throat> but yeah that's what's kind of nice about like so we're about March right now, so about like end of March, early April, still have some ice out on some lakes. I think that's one of my favorite times to go ice fishing because, like, the ice is melting slowly, but it's nice out. You can wear a T-shirt and sit out there and ice fish in actual nice weather. That's probably one of my favorite times to go. Either See, that that's why
1: I thought about that Buffalo Bill Reservoir this weekend because it's like 60 degrees, but if that ice is thick enough, I mean, I could be in a t-shirt and shorts and ice fishing. I didn't bring any of my ice fishing stuff to Cody, but um, did you yeah. bring your stuff to Laramie? Like, are you going to go to Hattie anytime soon, next couple weeks?
0: See, I was thinking about it before I left Buffalo to come back down to Laramie. I was like, fuck, I should really bring my ice fishing shit in case I want to go out to Hattie or something and try my luck, but You know, I was being honest with myself. I was like, you know, I'm not going to fucking drive out there. Hattie's fucking stupid. (laughs) There's no fucking fish worth catching, and it's too goddamn windy. I can't even walk out my front door without getting pissed off and falling over.
1: Yeah. I didn't realize how windy Cody is. It's kind of windy here.
0: (laughs) On the wrong side of the mountain.
1: Yeah. yeah. I guess.
0: Back to Sheridan. You got that nice wind block.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, there's mountains in Cody. Like, it's kind of at the base of a mountain, but it's kind of funneled also. Yeah. So, yeah. My dad ended up buying a pro, I told you my dad bought a propane, uh, ice auger. Super nice. Starts first pole. Drills through the ice perfectly, and it's just using the, a little propane thing. So when you're done using it, you just have that same propane bottle, and you hook it up to a heater, and that's what I needed in my ice hut um, for the DeSmith tournament. I, I didn't have a heater, and I kept texting Hoon. Yeah, I kept, I kept During getting – I was like, I will pay you so much money if you bring me your heater, man. Holy cow, was I freezing. Yeah, That's so, why I was having the shots of Vajunka to warm up, dude.
0: Yeah, so me and Davis were both out at the lake at like 5.30 in the morning. And initially, we were going to go fish together in the same spot. Uh, Davis was with uh, like a family friend of his, something like that. And they were like, hey, we're going to go over by the Sunken Island, try to catch a walleye. And I was like, you know, I'm just going to hang out here by the bay, try my best, try my luck. If I don't catch anything, I'll probably head that way. Well, I started catching fish, and Davis didn't start catching fish. So, I didn't make it very far.
1: <laughs> you stopped catching fish when your dad and brother arrived though.
0: Well oh, yeah, well see. Hey, I put in, I put in the, I put in the labor man. I had a hand dogger. And I had to drill fucking like eight holes with the goddamn hand auger. <laughs> I deserve to catch that fish. But then my dad and brother come over with their fucking 1975 Jiff- <laughs> Jiffy Ice Hogger. that probably Is that one out of out of the
1: Suratoga tournament? <laughs> tournament.
0: Yeah, that one. <laughs> yeah, the loudest of- fucking engine that was ever produced, ever, even commercially. <laughs> Drill a few holes at that thing. Anything that was in a fucking mile radius of that fucking ice otter was gone. <laughs> yeah, my dad called me. He's like, hey, you guys catch any fish? I'm like, well, I caught like four of them. He's like, oh shit, I'll be there in a few minutes. Shows up, drills a fucking hole, blew my goddamn ears
1: out. It's
0: like, been catching fish for the rest of the day.
1: <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, dude, should have should have had the auger we had. So convenient. Did you use any garland, uh, like we did at Saratoga?
0: Uh, no, I didn't use any garland. Oh. But for the first time in my life, I actually caught something off a of power bait, and that confused the shit out of me. I started off using minnows. Apparently, trout don't like minnows. I know that now. <clears throat> 'Cause I seen 'cause I could look right down the ice hole and I could see this trout swimming around. Nothing wanting to bite a minnow. Put a worm on, it. I had a couple couple trout like bite at the hook but nothing wanted to take it. Put on some power bait and it, bloop I'm like, Well no shit. Look at that.
1: <laughs> so we caught most of our fish on minnows. Really? In our group, yeah.
0: Yeah, I had like I had I had a I had four tip ups out that all had minnows on, and then I started off with the two that were in my ice house, the poles. I had minnows on those to begin with, and didn't catch anything off of those. Like I I watched trout just swim by and just totally ignore them. I did see one trout swim by that I was nearly 100% certain could have placed in the tournament. But it just swam right by, just real slow, just to make sure. Like, it knew I was looking at him. And it swam by real slow, just to fucking mock me. Swam right by my bait. I'm sitting there jigging. I'm like, you son of a bitch. Like, right in the middle of fucking feeding hour, like 1130. I'm like, you fucker, get back here. Just swam right by. I'm like, oh, you uh, you son of a bitch. Yeah, I, it had to be like. At least 22 inches. It, it was a, it was a nice sized trout. Nope. Just kept swimming. So it's about to drill another hole right next to the hole I had. Just so I can like dive down and grab the fucker. Yeah.
1: Well, you sent me a video of that one. Yeah, I sent you a
0: video. I'm like, you fu-, like, it was like looking at, uh, it was a different one. It wasn't the big one. But it was one just like oh. fucking looking at the hook. Just didn't want to bite it. And I'm like, you son
1: of a bitch. Oh, okay. Before we end, you have two stories to tell. Fuck. Um, (laughs) One was how'd you catch? You caught a fish that had bit someone else's line. Yeah. What happened with that?
0: So the first fish I caught, I think it was. I sent you a picture. I think it was like nine o'clock, something like that. Yeah. So I catch this fish, and I'm reeling it in. I'm like, holy fuck, I actually caught something. And I reel it in, and I thought my line was tangled, because I got the fish through the ice, and there's fucking line everywhere. And, oh, yeah, I know the other story you're thinking. <laughs> but I get I get the fish through the ice, and I got line tangled up everywhere. I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm, like, pulling it out, and I finally get it unhooked, because the thing, like, swallowed the hook. It swallowed my hook, and I'm trying to get this thing, like, untangled, and I'm like, what the fuck, and I, like, rip out half its guts. It's the one I thought was a cutthroat, and part of the reason I thought it was a cutthroat is I I, I basically mangled the fuck out of this fish trying to get the goddamn hook out, and I get it out, and I still got shit tangled up, and there. somebody else's line. It bit, like, somebody's tip up, because it was, like, a big hook. It, like, swallowed, swallowed.
1: Oh. And it was
0: like a thicker line too, and I'm like, what the fuck? And it it was it was like seven feet of string, and I just I'm like spending like half my goddamn like rest of the hour getting the shit untangled. It's like I think I know why the guy threw it back. It just wasn't worth dealing with the fucking fish.
1: (laughs) Just cut the line and threw it back.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, but I finally got it tangled up, and I got his line out too, but I basically like ripped all the organs out of this fish. And I was like, fuck, I don't even want to turn this in, because they're going to start asking questions. (laughs) It's fucking stomach's hanging out
1: of its mouth. (laughs) So, if you know what the second story you need to tell is, you better tell it. Oh, yeah.
0: I totally fucking forgot about this when we were talking about this fucking podcast. Totally fucking forgot. So... Little backstory. I'll go to the backstory first. Should I start with the backstory of the first thing? All right, so I don't know if we covered this in a previous episode when we were talking about our Saratoga tournament.
1: We we did. For, like, briefly at the end, we, yeah, mentioned it.
0: So we're at the Saratoga Saratoga tournament uh, this year, and somebody caught on their line, a fucking muskrat. (laughs) They're fishing with a minnow or some shit. Muskrat comes through, bites their fucking hook, and they're wrestling with this muskrat that they rip through the ice. Muskrat are a little feisty, so they were probably having one hell of a fucking time trying to fight this thing off. And Anyways, first time I ever heard of anybody dealing with the muskrat ice fishing was last year. I never heard anyone talk about it before. No one ever had the an experience with it. First time I ever heard about it in my life. Dealing with a no, that business.
1: was this year. That was like a month ago. Well,
0: well, yeah, but like I meant like, you know, you get, you know, what I mean, before this yeah. one. <clears throat> so fast forward a couple months to this tournament. I'm sitting there fishing, right, just minding my business, eating my funyuns you know, as one does when they're ice fishing, <clears throat> and I see my bobber tip, right, I'm sitting on the left side of my ice house, and I have two rods out, and I'm kind of jigging the one on the left, and I look at my bobber on my right pole, and it goes down, I'm like, holy shit, there's a fish over there, the bobber, like, tipped downwards, it didn't go under the ice, it fell over, like, if you push the hook up, there's no buoyant pressure pulling the bobber down, so it just falls over, like, holy shit, something hit that line, so I'm looking at it, I'm kind of, like, looking down the ice hole, and there's, like, no fish, and I'm jigging, I'm like. Because I can see right through the ice. I'm like, huh. Not a fucking fish over there. So I'm like jigging it a little bit. And it does it again. I'm like, huh. And I'm just kind of waiting for the bobber to go down. It doesn't go down. So I'm kind of sitting and watching the bobber. Seeing if I see any action. And at the top of the ice, I just see a figure swim by. Like a dark figure. And I'm like, oh shit. There's a fish swimming out on top. Now at this point, I haven't, you know, seen any action in a while. So I'm like, fuck. I need, like... My first thought, which is anyone's thought, is, oh, that's a fish swimming across the top of the fucking ice. So I'm like, all right, if it swims by the ice again, I need to, like, take my gaff or I need to, like, go through and try to, like, catch catch it with my hands. reach down the ice hole and try to pull a fish out of the ice. (laughs) While I'm walking down the ice hole, wait for it to come back, and fucking 45 seconds pass, and a fucking muskrat climbs up, and it's poking its fucking head out of my ice hole and I'm looking at it and it's looking at me. And it's just sitting there on the ice and we're just staring at each other like, what the fuck? <laughs> 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 and it pops up the ice hole. It's a it's a, it's a smaller muskrat, but it's still a muskrat. And it's just like looking at me and it's like right in front of my heater and my heater's on full blast, nice and warm. And it's just sitting there, just getting nice and toasty. Hasn't felt anything warm in months. And I'm just looking at this fucking muskrat like no fucking shit. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my first thought was I gotta call I gotta call Davis because this is fucking funny. It went back down the ice wall and it started fucking around doing its thing. Like I gotta call Davis. I just had a fucking monster that come through my ice hole. No fucking way he's gonna believe this because this just happened a fucking month ago to somebody else. No fucking way this happens in the same goddamn fishing season twice. <laughs>
1: We need to to talk to a wildlife biologist or something and figure out what the hell muskrats do are doing under the ice (laughs) during ice season, ice fishing season. Like, what is this?
0: Oh, yeah. So fucking funny. But my favorite part about that muskrat is it never left the area. It never left the area. Once my, like, dad and brother came over to where I was, I told my dad the story, and my dad was kind of like, yeah, bullshit, this guy's fucking lying. He's he's just making shit up. And then, like, an hour passes, the same fucking thing happens to him. He's, like, smoking a cigarette in his ice house, just kind of listening to the radio he's got going. He's kind of, like, dozing off, like, sleeping, like old guys do. And he kind of, like, looks over, same fucking thing. This muskrat's just hanging on the edge of his ice hole, and he's just looking at it. He's like half dozed off, half asleep. I'm like, what, what the fuck? <laughs> fucking muskrat comes up, goes back down the ice, starts swimming around, doing his shit. My dad's like, what the, holy fuck, there's a muskrat here. About 20 minutes come by, muskrat does it again. He keeps coming up through the same fucking ice hole. <laughs> He's like, that son of a bitch. And it kept tripping, this muskrat kept tripping his lines, all of his tip ups. So my dad's looking out his window, and, like, every fucking, like, 20 minutes, he looks out, and there's a fucking flag up. So he's like, oh, shit, flag. Goes over, there's no fucking fish on it. Fuck. It took him a while to realize it was probably just muskrats fucking around with his lines and shit, fucking with his tip up. I could hear him just cussing and shit because he's, he's got a short fuse, and he's pissed off. He's got, <laughs> yeah, he's got his gaff, and he's waiting for it. He's just getting pissed off at this muskrat. He's sitting there, like, over his fucking ice hole for, like, the rest of the tournament waiting for this fucking muskrat to pop through the ice so he can whack it because he keeps fucking with his shit. (laughs) That was the funniest fucking thing because I was catching fish, I was catching fish, you know, fairly regularly, caught seven of them. Um, And my brother, he didn't catch shit, but he was, you know, doing his own shit. Probably shouldn't say on the podcast, but... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and my dad caught like one fish, and he's pissed off that I'm over there to catch like five by the time he caught anything. And it's because this muskrat swimming around is fucking pop up, scaring the fish away swimming around. He's getting all pissed off. It's the funniest fucking thing. <laughs>
1: Did your brother ever see it?
0: The muskrat? Yeah. <clears throat> no, my uh. <clears throat> My brother, I don't, he wasn't coherent enough to even deal with a muskrat.
1: Well, that's why I'm asking. Do you think he saw it? And it was like
0: you were seeing other shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I am saying much. All I know, it looked like a fucking chimney coming out of his pop-up.
1: was <laughs> <laughs> thinking just like. This is some good shit I'm smoking. <laughs> Fuck.
0: Oh, yeah, that fucking muskrat. The second I the second I seen that thing like pop up through the ice hole, we're just staring at each other just fucking eye to eye, just staring at each other like no fucking way.
1: <laughs> were you playing a john so this summer we had a moose come in to like fifteen yards from you? As you're playing John Prine on the guitar, what were you playing to bring in this muskrat? Was it also John Prine? I wouldn't doubt it if it
0: was. Animals like John Prine.
1: I don't know. I don't know if we
0: ever talked about that story on the podcast. We
1: we did, I think.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, that that, that We came to the conclusion
1: that we came to the conclusion that all male animals. Love the same things, John (laughs) Prine. I I won't say the rest. It's it's inappropriate. Uh, They can extrapolate. Yeah. But John Prine first one. (laughs) Yep.
0: Oh fuck.
1: Well, considering our closing thoughts have gone for thirty minutes. (laughs) <laughs> I, th- I think that's a good place to end don't you? Uh,
0: I th- I think I think that's a good place to end I'm glad I am glad I remember that fucking muskrat story I don't know why I skipped that fucking blew out of my mind that I mean, took up half my fucking fishing experience
1: what do you think Dave would have said if you had caught the mur- muskrat and then brought it up to the turning oh, area oh. I want this measure
0: no no my dad was like no shit, my dad was planning on doing that. He want my dad wanted to like <laughs> my dad wanted to kill the muskrat and bring it in hooked like hanging on a gaff because it's a gaff still a hook. He wanted to walk up to the fucking check-in station with a fucking muskrat hanging off a gaff. Man, hey, what do I get for this? <laughs> a consolation prize or some shit. Yeah. Like, cause like on the board, cause I know they only had the four categories, but up on the record board, they still had like, carp, like they had a carp, uh, written out for like the biggest carp turned in. They still oh, had it. Really? The- yeah, I don't remember what it was, but like someone tried to turn the carp. But they had the record up there. I just wanted like, fucking have some guy walk up there, look at the record board, and in the bottom right corner in small writing, it says muskrat. <laughs> 3.5 pounds or some shit. How,
1: how many inches do you think it was?
0: The muskrat? Yeah. Uh, uh, It wasn't a very big muskrat. I don't know, like... 12 inches? No. It, it was a little guy, but it was funny as fuck. <laughs> I don't even know how well, those things... get. How do those things even get under the ice if no one's got an ice hole out there?
1: I... Like I said, we need to talk to a game and fish biologist or something because there is something going on around here. <laughs> but, uh-huh. yeah, so if you're out ice fishing in March and April, keep an eye out for muskrats, and if you have one consistently come into your hole, take a picture of it <laughs> and let us know. Yeah.
0: It happens. It's a thing. Yeah. And apparently it's more
1: frequent than
0: you imagine.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, with that, we will see you next time on The
0: Rendezvous. See ya.